1920, manicurist Bessie Coleman set out to become a barnstormer. She'd become the first African-American and Native American to earn a pilot's license. And then Bessie didn't just stop at sitting in the cockpit. She got out and walked on the wings in midair. Hello and welcome to Incredible Feats, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Dan Cummins. You can find episodes of Incredible Feats and all other Parcast shows for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Chicago, 1919. 27-year-old Bessie Coleman is one of the best manicurists in the city. One day, her brother comes into the shop, drunk and ready to mess with his sister, as brothers sometimes do. He'd recently returned from fighting in World War I, and he's going on and on now about how the women in France can do anything, so much more than his sister, not just paint other women's nails. Her brother says that they even let women fly in France. They'd probably even let black women fly in France, but not Bessie. She's too busy clipping hangnails in Chicago. Oh well, Bessie probably couldn't fly a plane anyway. She couldn't hang with those French women. Bessie can't take the teasing. She's competitive. She declares she's going to learn how to fly a plane, even if she has to go all the way to France to do it. Bessie hopes to learn how to fly closer to home, but no one will take her. She's rejected from every aviation school she applies to, always for the same reasons. She's a woman, she's black, and she's Cherokee. Bessie's only option is to actually go to France, but she doesn't speak any French, and she doesn't have any extra money. So she starts learning French at night and looks for a sponsor. Bessie approaches the owner of her favorite newspaper, the Chicago Defender. He's impressed with her moxie and agrees to sponsor her quest. With ample funding and the confidence to say bonjour, Bessie now applies to French aviation schools. And she soon hears back from one of the most prestigious. She's in. On November 20th, 1920, Bessie Coleman sets sail for France. She arrives at the flight school in northern France and starts learning to fly a biplane. Hope she found time to send her brother some nice look what I'm doing now sucker type postcards as well. Bessie's training plane is a 27 by 40 feet two-seater steered with a stick and a rudder. Compared to today's planes, it's pretty, uh, basic. And did I mention there are no brakes? Yeah, there are no brakes. Not surprisingly, the school sees its share of student deaths. If you don't perform well under pressure, this would be the worst school for you to attend. Pass or die. Bessie does not die. After months of training, on June 15, 1921, Bessie receives her license from the Fédération Aéronautique Internationale. It's a French association, but it allows Bessie to fly anywhere in the world. Take that, U.S. flight schools. I love a loophole. She's the first African-American woman to earn a license from them, and the first Native American, and the first African-American woman pilot. Excited, Bessie sails back to the U.S. She'll first show off her skills, then start her own flight school, and of course, stick it to her brother. And then Bessie arrives in New York City to crickets. She can't find work as a pilot. Bessie has to go back to Europe to continue. There, she learns stunts from the most famous pilots in Europe, 
Soon, she's performing for royalty and flying the biggest plane a woman's ever piloted over Germany. When she returns again to the US, now Bessie gets the fanfare she deserves. On September 3rd, 1922, Bessie performs her first American air show over Garden City, Long Island. We don't have a record of the exact trick she performed that day, but we do know she could do tricks like loop-de-loops, tailspins, corkscrews, figure eights, even flying the plane upside down. And this is a plane with an open air cockpit. Really gotta double check that seatbelt when not buckling means hurtling towards smashing into the earth. While flying upright, Bessie does unbuckle and steps out onto the wing. As the plane flies through the air unmanned, Bessie walks on top of the wings. No harness, no ropes, just balance and trust in the engine. It's a huge success. Her stunts get a lot of attention and Bessie loves it. Bessie keeps flying and doing stunt shows up until her death. Her story now continues to be told in books, television shows, and podcasts like this one. I hope her brother ended up very proud of all that she did, and I have to imagine he was. Thanks for tuning in to Incredible Feats. For more episodes of Incredible Feats, follow us on Spotify. And for more shows like this, check out the other podcast shows, all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. For this episode, we found coverage by the New York Times, BessieColeman.org, and PBS's Unladylike series incredibly helpful. And you can find more of me, Dan Cummins, by listening to my numerous stand-up comedy albums on Spotify, or by checking out my true crime, history, and more podcast, Time Suck, and my true horror and campfire tale podcast, Scared to Death. Listen, be inspired, and go accomplish your own incredible feats. Come back for more incredibleness tomorrow. Incredible Feats is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Anthony Valsic. Produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Jonathan Ratliff. Written by Maggie Admire. Fact-checking by Kara Mackerlein. Research by Umbika Chotera, Jay Cahio, and Mickey Taylor. Incredible Feats stars Dan Cummins. <laughs>